Well, my friends, it's once again, uh, Merry Christmas. What, um, this is it, like this is, this is Christmas Day. It kind of doesn't feel like it. We've been um, kind of going so hard trying to prepare for Christmas. And it doesn't always feel like that, right, when Christmas comes along. That, this is, it can't be Christmas yet. What do you mean it's Christmas, Father Casey? Yes, it's Christmas. And we're celebrating. We are joining with Christians around the entire world tonight. And we are celebrating this one central fact, which changed all of human history forever. That God became man for our salvation. That Jesus Christ is perfect God and perfect man. 100% God, 100% man. And that he chose, he chose to be born for us. That God chose to be born a little bit. He chose to share everything of our humanity. He chose um, that there would be nothing, like God loved us so much, that there would be nothing that we have as human beings that he doesn't share. And he then decided to enter into the fullness of humanity. Uh, And he did that in all of its ways, right? Jesus could, think about what world, you know, it's a wonderful life, what would the world be like without any one person like what would the world be like without christmas if god just decided to boom show up on the scene 33 years old and save us there would be no christmas right there'd be no christmas at all uh but what we celebrate today is this incredible fact that our god loves us so much that he became a little baby for us right god became a a little nor and he shared everything that babies have. Here at St. Francis, there's been a lot more babies around, and I love it, right? Uh, and that he, he chose to share everything that babies have. Uh, God, when, like, you know, babies don't really even smile the day that they're born or a day or two after. Like, if they, they're, they're smiling, it's not intentional, it's usually just gas, but whatever, right? Um, but, like, little babies that can't even hold their heads up. Like, that's what God chose to be for us. He entered into weakness. For us, he entered into all these things because he loves us. These, he became just a little baby. And that's what we celebrate at Christmas, uh, that God became little for us. Now, here's the thing about babies. Like, you can't help but love them, right? Even when they're crying and even when they smell and whatever it is. Like, you can't help but love a little baby. I think the best defense mechanism a baby has is being cute, right? And my sister had a baby about five months ago, uh, and it's my first niece, uh, and she's adorable, little Brinley. Like, she is the most adorable baby in the world. Janet, our um, office manager in the office, her daughter had a baby, and it's Janet's first grandson. Um, And so we were just, like, comparing pictures. I think it was yesterday. We're going back and forth like, no, Brinley is cuter. And she's like, no, Tommy is cuter. And like, we're going back and forth about who's a cuter baby. And let me tell you, they're both really cute. But there's something attractive about a baby. Like, there's something so beautiful. The babies attract us to loving them through their cuteness, um, through, their, uh, through their helplessness in a real way, right? Think about what it is. Like, babies need to be completely taken care of. They can't do anything. You think... That when it's time for something to be born, it'd be a little bit more self-sustaining. But no, like babies require a tremendous amount of attention. Everything has to be done for them. They attract us 
by their, even their helplessness. It's attractive to the rest of us. And this is what God wanted to do for us at Christmas. This is what God did for us at Christmas. God doesn't want to force us to love him. That's not how our God acts. Let's just force you to love me. Like, no, no, no. God doesn't do that. That's not how God acts. God attracts us. God slowly, gently, lovingly lowers himself so that we might rise up to the occasion of loving him. That this is what our God does. He lowers himself for us. Whenever we think of God as big, scary, imposing, he just wants to force his will on us, all we have to do is look at the manger scene and see this is how much God loves us. Not big and scary, but small, even helpless, loving, quiet. This is what God does for us. This is how much our God wants us to freely love him. Love is a free choice. By its very nature, love has to be free. God wants us to freely love him. And so he lowers himself so that we can make that act of love, so that we can be attracted to him in that way. So we don't have to be afraid of God. I mean, this is one of the most beautiful things about Christmas. We don't have, no one is afraid of a little baby right? I'm afraid of dropping little babies. So I don't hold babies because uh, they squirm and I, I'm terrified. I drop a lot of things. I don't want to drop a baby, right? So, um, but no one's afraid of a little baby, right? Who's like, that's a terrifying little baby right there? Like, no, no, no. That's an adorable, lovable little baby. God doesn't want us to be afraid of him. That's not how our God operates. And if we in our lives are afraid of God, again, just look at the Christ child who lovingly lowered himself to be born for our salvation, to become helpless. The God who created the heavens and the earth became so little for us, fully sharing our humanity. He couldn't even hold his head up, right? He couldn't, he couldn't even smile. I don't like the, the, um, the song, The Little Drummer Boy, because like babies don't smile uh, of their own free will. And God didn't like become some kind of magic baby that could just force itself to smile. Also, you should never play drums for a little baby. That's probably a bad, especially not when it's sleeping. Um, no, so there's something about um, God became a real human baby for us. This past year at the beginning of December, uh, just this month, Pope Francis issued an apostolic letter about the Christmas crash. Uh, saying that the, the tradition started by our patron here, St. Francis of Assisi, um, the tradition of having the Christmas crash. That we should, and it shouldn't just be in the church. Rather, we Christians need to get back to the practice of putting the crash in our homes. We need to get back into the practice of, when appropriate, putting it in the workplace, in public squares. That this is what we celebrate. That this is something so beautiful and it allows us to enter into the mystery. Because this is the beauty of Christmas, that we get to enter in to what God has done for us. We get to be part of the mystery. We get to, as we have the crash set up here in our church, you know, it's all the little details. Something that's uh, very beautiful 
They lay the Christ child, we're told, in a manger. That's in one of the other gospel passages. They lay him in the manger, which is the place where the animals eat. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a small, it's poor. Our Lord is born in these poor circumstances. There's no room for them in the inn. And the inn probably wasn't that much better off. And so uh, our Lord is born in a cave, um, in the stable, in a cave where the animals were. And they laid him in a manger, the place where the animals eat. Christ himself, who is the bread of life, um, is laid in the manger on the very night of his birth, foreshadowing um, what he would become for us. Jesus, who says in John's gospel, I am the bread of life. Tonight in this holy mass, we receive our Lord in the Eucharist. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. The fulfillment of the manger is the mass and the Eucharist. That Christ came for exactly this purpose, to be our salvation, and knowing that in humbling himself, he would be so humble even to become our very nourishment. Uh, The manger scene where we see the Blessed Mother looking very lovingly on the Christ child, uh, where we see St. Joseph there um, very lovingly as well and protectively. We read at this vigil mass about the role of St. Joseph in this story who was very open to God's plan, who got in the game. We talked about it this past Sunday. That Joseph, who thought that he needed to take a step back, that he was unworthy, uh, that no, Joseph is part of the plan. And maybe we too, as we gaze upon the manger and we see St. Joseph there, we can think of ourselves. If we consider ourselves unworthy to be part of the mission of the church, God wants us. He wants us as part of the mission. He wants us as part of the story. He elevates us. He lifts us up. No matter how unworthy, we're all unworthy. But God makes us worthy. For Jerusalem's sake, we read in that first reading. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet. I think this has to be for us a motto for this Christmas. We cannot be silent about what happened. We can't be quiet. No, no, no. God became a little baby for us. Our God loves us so much that he's born for our salvation. The God that we believe in is a God who lowers himself so that we can freely love him. And we have to proclaim this. We have to tell this to the whole world that this is the cause for joy to the world. That this is the reason. Our God loves us with such a great love. I will not be quiet. I will not be silent. God himself loves us so much that he became one of us for our salvation. Just a final point. I think each of us, you know, little babies force us, uh, for those of us who are old, um, older, not little, for those of us who aren't little babies, um, Babies force us to lower ourselves, right? If you're, a, I, I consider myself a relatively serious person, right? But you should see, it's like, oh, hey, little baby, what's up? Like, you know, babies force us to like get over ourselves. And I think part of what we need to be in our humility to approach the Christ child, the only requirement we have is that humility. That we just sometimes need to get over ourselves And we need to humbly and lovingly approach the baby Jesus. We need to humbly and lovingly
put aside any of those inhibitions about what are people going to think about me? What are people watching? We'll sing after communion my favorite Christmas hymn, O Holy Night. And just the, the line there, fall on your knees in the face of the mystery of Christmas. This is all we can do with love and in all humility to fall to our knees in the face of such great love of the God who humbles himself to become a little child for our salvation. My friends, this is the good news of Christmas. Tonight, may we with all humility approach the Christ child. May we see and find and be attracted to that God who loves us so much to become little for our salvation. And then may we not be silent, but go and tell the whole world that this is how much God loves us, that on Christmas night, he was born for our salvation.